Hello and welcome, friends, to Journey to Grateful, a podcast designed to explore the many obstacles of living life after loss. I've created this show to help guide anyone who is newly experiencing loss, educate those who are unsure how to help someone who has, and I truly hope our stories embrace everyone who is currently living a life through the loss of someone special. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, a father and a widower. Now, saying that title, that truth, out loud often surprises me, even today. There are many who feel the same way and are willing to share their own stories in hopes of lending a helping hand. I'd like to begin by thanking my many contributors who you will come to know truly make this show possible. Sharing our experiences honestly will help to create a better understanding of the many aspects of loss. I hope these stories will become the foundation of your own journey to Grateful. Welcome to our community. I am so very thankful that you've decided to join us. Let's begin our journey together. My story starts February 2017. We received news that my wife Colleen was diagnosed with breast cancer. And at the time, of course, we were very concerned and we were totally in shock. But we also knew that we needed to attack this diagnosis head on right away. We needed to find information, we needed to do the research, and we needed to get doctors established. Our daughter at the time was 18 and in her second semester of senior year in high school. She had just the month before finalized her college choice. And we were glad about that because we knew this diagnosis would have been a deciding factor if it came before her choice of college. You see, living in Wisconsin, just north of Milwaukee, she had chosen to go to the University of Minnesota as she was accepted in the Carlson School of Management, and that was six hours away. Now, we have two boys, and they were nine and ten years old at the time typical nine and ten year olds going through school doing various sports actually basketball season was upon us and that was Colleen's very favorite sport in fact all the all the children were to play basketball through middle school absolutely no exceptions so for me it was inconceivable that Colleen would be faced with yet another battle in her life you see July 4th, 1999, her first husband of just over three years passed suddenly. She was 28 at the time, facing a huge interruption in her planned future with her husband, and she had a nine-month-old daughter. Thankfully, she did not go alone through this tragedy. She had two incredibly supportive and strong families to help lift her up, and in addition, She had numerous, numerous friends that were there for her no matter what. So she was very fortunate to be surrounded by such strong support. Now, Colleen was strong. She was a very, very strong, independent woman. And I knew this. But until I experienced my own loss of her myself, I didn't really understand how strong she really was. I cannot imagine my coming out of the other side of sudden tragedy with as much grace and resolve as she did. But she had a nine-month-old daughter, and she had to. For her now to be faced with a battle of cancer, 
there, there's, there's just no other way to say it. It was completely unfair. So as I said, Colleen faced cancer head on. She began treatments right away, and it was determined surgery would provide the best results. She went through several rounds of chemo, did radiation, and in the fall of 2017, her daughter, our daughter, was moving to the University of Minnesota. Just two weeks before that move, Colleen had surgery. We decided it was best that I only bring up our daughter to college and ask for the help of my sister. While packing the car the afternoon before we were to leave, my wife decided she needed to go. There's that strength again, and she did well. So throughout her fight, we often had serious conversations. She began to focus on her why. She decided early on that she would use her experience, if possible, to help others. She adopted several mantras, one of which was a pillow that simply said grateful. It was to remind her that there was much to be grateful for, whether it be family or friends, her successes, the community she nurtured, and above all, her children and, and our family. So it's no surprise that I landed on Journey to Grateful when coming up with the name for this podcast. Colleen is my motivation my inspiration for it all. I'm simply helping her accomplish her why. She was able to help a few people navigate the newness of their cancer journey. And that's why I want to help now. I've discovered that there is a journey in loss. And it's a journey that I was not quite aware of. And I'm helping her to find out the why me, the why cancer, and the why now that she was searching for. And she in turn is reminded me to be grateful. Grateful that I met her, grateful we built an amazing life together, grateful for our three children, our community, our friends, her family and friends who welcomed me into the fold all those many years ago. I'm grateful for what she has taught me. Experiencing indescribable loss herself before we met, she had an insight unlike no other. And sometimes the insight was humorous. For instance, uh, when buying a car after her first husband passed, she was trading in a huge Ford Expedition. Her first husband had purchased it for her because of a big, strong, safe car. And I asked her, was it hard to, you know, give up that vehicle? And she said, no, not at all. The car was too big, it was difficult to drive, and he's not here, and I am, and I needed to do that for me. And then sometimes she was very serious. Our talks in the car on the way to treatments, especially in the last few months, was unapologetically honest. She told me she wanted me to be happy that I should do whatever I needed to do to be happy once she was gone. I hated hearing that from her at the time, but I appreciate what she forced me to hear. 
I suggested earlier that I did not appreciate the strength that is needed to get through each day after the loss of someone special. I've certainly experienced loss. In fact, I lost my parents five months apart in 2006. My father passed in February and my mother, ironically enough, passed July 4th, 2006. Let's just say July 4th has never been our best holiday. At the recording of this first episode of Journey to Grateful, it's been eight months since the passing of my wife. From what little experience I have had up until now, I can say with certainty there's so much about grief I wasn't anticipating. For my particular story, Colleen's loss wasn't sudden. Although I'd have to argue that it was obviously far too soon, we did have time to know and understand that the end was coming. Now, Colleen's story doesn't end with her first breast cancer diagnosis. You see, on December 30th, 2018, after a very normal family dinner on an uneventful Sunday evening, she became confused. So confused that she wandered around the family room looking for the bathroom, which was just about three feet away. After this and uh, a lengthy attempt for her to open up the bathroom door, I knew something more serious was going on. An immediate trip to the ER with me describing the symptoms put in motion two nurses quickly wheeling her away, while another one told me they'd get to the paperwork later after the MRI. Within about 40 minutes, my wife was returned to an ER room along with a doctor who introduced herself and explained that they had found lesions on her brain. The obvious result was the cancer metastasized. 10 days of radiation treatments began immediately, along with many months of options and second opinions and additional chemo. It all culminated in a marked downhill turn 17 months later. For the last month, we engaged in in-home hospice, which if it's possible to say, it was a very good experience for us. We were able to have family and friends be together most every day, their support and their help through those last days was unbelievably priceless. But sitting here today, part of the grieving process I didn't expect is getting through those many, many times I'm alone, replaying those last days in my head. And that is why I've created this podcast and its supporting website to help people navigate those unfamiliar paths of loss. For everyone, there's a different story. There's a different pain point, a unique path through their loss, and for many, the stories overlap. Their experiences are similar enough to offer a guidepost here or there as a warning for others to know what lies ahead. I've asked my family and friends to help contribute to their stories in hopes we can, as a community, lift each other up and help everyone through. I mentioned on the website that I've come to understand the most valuable asset my family and friends possess is the ability to lift me up when I needed it the most with the simplest of gestures. There is indeed no perfect formula to help someone grieve. The being there, the listening, and providing a slice of normal is often exactly what is needed. 
Oftentimes, it's hard for some people, standing a bit outside that immediate circle, to know exactly or to understand what their grieving friend is experiencing every single day. Simply put, this podcast exists to help us all to better understand the process of loss with the help of those who are actually living it. In the weeks and months to come, you can expect the Journey to Grateful podcast to build upon its library of shows. I'm planning one-on-one interviews from people who have experienced loss and the way they have begun to move through all their individual obstacles. There will also be solo shows focusing on specific processes or stumbling blocks of loss. A few possible episodes and stories presented at journeytograteful.com might be pushing through those first days after loss or saying thank you 100 times with appreciation, allowing others to grieve with you, embracing the breakdown moments, or asking for help months after your loss, walking through the loss with children, or how to accept death before it happens, and of course, many, many more. I will ask, however, for your help, your contribution to this community. I am convinced that together we can actually build a very vibrant and helpful community. Help me to spread the word about Journey to Grateful for anyone you know or anyone you believe could benefit from our stories. Help the community by sharing your stories, your obstacles, your experiences, and help to show others they are not alone. And finally, visit my contributor's stories on our website, listen to the podcast show, and give us your feedback and suggestions. This community will not and cannot build itself without the help of many voices. I would love to have your voice as part of the fabric of support I'm attempting to create. And I'm sure you're asking yourself, well, how do, how do I connect with you? You can email me at Tim at journeytograteful.com or call my voicemail at 262-298-CHAT. That's 262-298-2428. The email and the phone number can also be found on the website journeytograteful.com. So once again, thank you for taking the time to listen and your ongoing support of those who are on their own journey to grateful. Until the next show, keep your head up and reach out to someone and tell them how special they are to you in your life. One detail about our family you may not know is we are a Disney family, and oftentimes for me, a quote related to Disney helps me through. I'd like to share one from Winnie the Pooh, given to me by a longtime friend and podcaster, Lou Mangello. It goes, You are braver than you believe, and stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. Remember that. And remember, never stop searching for your grateful. My grateful today is the chance to share Colleen's why and to make just one person feel they are not alone in their journey.